Welcome to the Bull and Bear Show with Michael McGuire of McGuire Retirement Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. So listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieve your retirement goals. And now, here to help you with your financial questions is Michael McGuire. Hello and welcome back to the Bull and Bear Show. I'm your host, Michael McGuire, and my company is McGuire Capital. Each and every week, we try to bring you a new and informative show that hopefully will help you with your retirement goals. And ultimately, we would love the opportunity to sit down with you and review what you're currently doing and make sure you're on track to retire in a lifestyle that you want. Today's show, we're going to talk about buying in selling homes what you probably should know and it's really a great topic um, the show today is pretty timely because if anybody listening has heard listen to any friends or neighbors that sold their home or maybe you have it's a very hot seller's market right now and you know a lot of times uh, and most of the time for most of the listeners one of your largest investments is actually your home and we can use that to your advantage as you approach retirement before you are in retirement actually during retirement so i think today's show is going to be very topical uh and and, and a very hot topic uh just like each and every week, I have a co-host, and it's no different this week. Tony Shore, how are you? And welcome to the show. All right. Yeah, usually a hot topic and a hot take from Michael McGuire on the show, right? <laughs> I love it. So, uh, yeah, I'm great. In fact, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, that's uh, It's just been a crazy busy week for me, Michael. Uh, there's so much going on. We had family in town visiting, and... Uh, the, every year we go to this Irish fair, so we went with some family to that. Uh, I love the Irish fair. You know, I'm half Irish, and so half English, half Irish, always at war with myself. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I had fun at that, and uh, we all had fun. So just uh, keeping really busy. It seems like there's always something in my list of uh, to do, uh, and my honeydew list from my wife, is not. it just gets longer. It doesn't ever get shorter. So I don't know how that works, but it seems like I'm always doing something, yet the list doesn't get shorter. I know that feeling for sure. You know that feeling? Absolutely. Because that's the world I'm living in right now. So uh, how have you been? What's going on over there? Well, I tell you, uh, uh, every week is busy just like you. It's uh, It's been crazy. We, uh, we left town for just a very short trip over to Sulphur, Oklahoma, and uh, stayed at a place called the Artesian, which is a really nice little boutique hotel. We had a birthday party for a dear friend of ours, and, and there's uh, quite a few of us went over there. So that was a fun part 
of of the weekend last week. Uh, obviously, kids uh, right in the middle of school starting, last minute going and picking up a combination lock that you need for the locker and, and some folders that we forgot and just scrambling to get all that done. But both kids, Beck and Bree, got off for their first day of school, and they had a great day, both of them. And, and uh, uh, Bree's getting to, to – uh, to follow in her brother's uh, footsteps she's helping direct kids and in uh directing traffic and and before oh, wow. school so so it's a pretty neat little thing she's a uh, uh, cross guard for the school and uh anyway she likes all of her teachers and that's great and that's great yep gymnastics is starting to kick off she's got a, a little little problem with a tendon on her ankle so she's wearing a boot we oh, no. i think this is maybe the third time but but that goes along with with some in competitive gymnastics uh beck started cross country he's been doing that all this summer and i'm so thankful that i don't have to get up so early and drop him off for that although his school he's got to be at school at 7 15 in the morning so uh but yep everything's great our side it's been all about kids and uh i'm glad to hear that you are half irish because as you know with a name like mcguire i've got a lot of irish blood in me too so i love yeah you're part of the mcguire clan i'm Uh, part of the Whelan clan actually my mother's family their last name is Whelan or Whalen awesome yeah, it's so. it's my bucket list list to uh make it over to Ireland someday I'd really yeah, like to fact, do that my wife and I are talking about that we're trying to we're starting to save up we want to do uh one of those tours like two weeks in Ireland oh yeah. awesome awesome yeah, we just got to save up the coin or uh, after the show, I'll just hit you up for a personal loan. Yeah, we can do that, Tony. No problem. 20, <laughs> 29.5% interest, good for you. Compounding daily. <laughs> Compounding we daily. We only request a lien on your home, like we're talking about today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we already have a home equity line of credit. So I think if we go that route, and that's uh, pretty low interest in paying ourselves back. So. Yeah, if you're going to put all that with it, I thought you maybe just offer me, the, you know, because I'm such a great co-host, kind of a bonus. Yeah, you know, you do deserve <laughs> a bonus. Absolutely. No, no, not silence. Absolutely, Tony. We'll do that for you in a few, few years. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, well, yeah, and uh, that's uh, that's cool. We both have the same goal there. That's, uh, that's the bucket on the bucket list for myself as well. And my wife's very supportive of it. I think she really wants to go as well, even though her, uh, you know, her heritage is a little different, Scandinavian and German. I'm English and Irish. So yep. uh, at any rate, we've been talking about or we're going to be talking about buying and selling a home today, right? Yes, absolutely. Yep. It It's really a, uh, a, a topic that I think... Um, has gained a lot of it's made a lot of people think about doing this Tony because the prices have just soared this year yeah you know, so it's, got, it's out of control it, it is out of control and I think some of the things that buyers should look at first and I, I read an article uh, from Kiplinger and it was talking about things that you can do to uh, 
get the maximum price you can. If you're going to spend some money on your home at thinking about resale, one of the things that the article went into, Tony, it was interesting to me, it, it was a dedicated laundry room. Evidently, you know, a place where you can hide your clo- dirty clothes and fold them uh, has uh, goes a long way for potential buyers. They really like to see that. And I know in, in one of the biggest complaints in my family is laundry. And I, I hear that from so many people. And we've, we've got a nice little laundry room, but it doesn't have a folding station. It's not big enough for that. And I think that makes a lot of sense. I think that would be a, a selling point if we were looking to buy, if there was a dedicated large laundry room. So I get that. They The article talked about a cost of around 1300 on the low end, you know, and hey, as you know, contractors involved, you know, this, this article says it can go up to 15000 on the high end, but much of that expense is going to be, be uh, determined w- uh, where you want to put that laundry room. You know, there's different, obviously, finishes you can do and different appliances to install in there. But I thought, wow, that's that's interesting. I, I hadn't thought about a laundry room. And in many cases, uh, not so much in Oklahoma, this article talked about basements where if you live in, in a place where you have a basement, it's usually a very appealing area to kind of... Uh, repurpose a a part of that basement into a laundry room because you don't have the expense of the build out as much and uh, so anyway uh, utility lines kind of already in there you know in your basement if it's unfinished it's a layup to do that so think about those things Um, I have a really good friend that's in the rental business uh, and buys homes kind of fixer upper homes and turns around and uh, leases or rents them out and uh, he didn't talk about the laundry room but what he did talk to me about he said Mike I absolutely love to take an older home a wood frame home and go in and make that bathroom like it's a half a million dollar home put the ju- jacuzzi tub in and really make that bathroom something so that when i have prospective renters come through and they'll go look at several rent homes mine stands out and whether it's the husband or wife they 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 look at that bathroom and that tub and they're like honey this is it you know this is what we're going to do so yep very it's no different when you're getting ready to sell your house those little things that you know that can be a hot button for Mm -hmm. somebody makes a lot of sense so um, i think tony um, if a person's going to spend some money uh, for their self or if they're getting ready to sell it the laundry room might be a great spot bathroom also yeah yeah and i've actually heard that i mean uh, you know it's so crazy we're talking about this i mean you can't uh, browse a news site or turn on the TV without hearing or seeing stories about houses selling hours after they listed for prices way above listing and, um, you know, uh, offers, uh, you know, bidding wars on houses. Uh, so and, uh, you know, and uh, most startling of all, that's happening without any contingencies. But talking about laundry room, you know, I think clearly the days of just putting the washer and dryer into a nook off the kitchen or in the entryway are over. People want a dedicated space for that. That's right, Tony. I think buyers are also expressing a desire for good lighting. You know, exterior lighting 
it goes a long way. It's kind of that curb appeal. And if you're going to sell your home, you can bet your bottom dollar that the prospective buyer is going to drive by during the day and night. They're going to want yep. to see a fill of the neighborhood. And I, I uh, had a little bit of the keeping up with Joneses. I looked over at my neighbor's house a few years ago, and I thought, wow, their lights look great and i'll tell you something else i just recently did their yard looked great they had bermuda and just lush and you wanted to throw your shoes off and walk on it so i i uh did both of those things uh this spring i i redid my entire front yard oh i got a story to tell you this is (laughs) speaking of yards uh, have you ever heard of army worms army worms yeah i've heard of them well, we've got an infestation in Oklahoma. And let me oh. tell you, these little boogers, <laughs> within a day, a day and a half, they can completely destroy a yard. Really? And my neighbor directly to the north of me on Friday informed me that he had an infestation in his oh, yard so no. guess what michael did i i went frantic i was like okay i'll, I'll call down and, and and go to lowe's or home depot and get what i need but then he said mike i wouldn't do that it takes a license to get the, the good stuff and so he hooked me up with a fella that he had come get his and um i mean i had thousands of dollars in this new yard and all i could think of is it could be gone because it's dead they when they're done with it it's dead so you've got to go in and re re, i had mine rolled out uh anyway got got the guy over saturday morning at nine o'clock and i didn't have anything goodness and he sprayed me down and you know um hundred and seventy five dollars later i was done but uh, yeah see there you go but that 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 luscious yard grass can make a big difference in selling oh, your home huge. and yeah, so curb appeal is what they call it it is exactly that those are little things guys but you know i, I had a really i have a really good friend that when he sells his cars he doesn't go wash them he doesn't go and in, in, in detail and in and really clean up and and i'm like that's a mistake you you if you're trying to sell something you want it to look the best you can make it look oh, yeah, and, sure. and your home's no different you know don't think that that it, it could be there there's such competition you know anything you can do to make your home stand out from somebody else's whether it's the lighting that laundry room that curb appeal as you said uh you know it's worth what we're talking about and why in the world is a financial guy talking about real estate well i'm gonna tell you like i said early in the show um this is probably one of your biggest investments you have, right. if not the money. It's the finance aspect of it. It is, and and with with homes going above asking, and hey, forty percent higher um, than they were a few years ago, even if last year, uh, that could be a significant boost to your retirement nest egg, and so little things like like that curb appeal is taking the time and it, you don't have to spend a lot of money to do that um but and if you are going to spend money you need to make sure you can get the biggest bang for your dollar get that back you know yeah. so so it, right that that's just an interesting aspect and in, and in, uh i think that uh me looking over yeah. at my neighbors and his lighting and deciding to do <laughs> yeah. that someday yep. if i ever sell that's going to help my home well sure and I think for a lot of potential buyers out there, Michael, uh, things like like you mentioned, good exterior lighting, 
curb appeal when they drive by if they if they happen to go by at night or late in the day and it's starting to you know dusk uh good exterior lighting sends the signal that a property is well cared for and is uh, safer you know it adds the safety aspect and it adds value and that's why we're talking about when you buy or sell a home it's all about money and and when you're talking about these little things it adds up because yes costs of renovations add up but also uh, you have to look at what it's going to add in value to the home and uh, help people make those big offers. You know, you, you hear about people getting $100,000 over asking price or at least 50000 over asking price. That's happening right now in certain places. So uh, you, it's worth it. Uh, so, you know, I think that's uh, that's really a good thing, right? Absolutely. And, uh, hey, my own family, my mother-in-law and father-in-law, just in North Carolina, they have a, a vacation home there, and they listed the property. Within a week, it sold, and it sold above asking with three cash offers. And so oh, that crazy. that the market's not just here in Oklahoma. Awesome. Um, you know, it's, it's all over the country. And so uh, another potential dose of affordable fresh air for a home sellers would be a, a home buyer also list ceiling fans as something that they're looking for so sure. ceiling fans do not cost that much guys no. anymore and and that um you know the latest fans with their light kits their remotes they cost somewhere 500 900 if you're going higher end uh, but it can make a tremendous difference so little things like that don't forget about those things well right and ceiling fans that allows you to bump up the thermostat a bit while keeping everyone cool which means more money in your pocket, and what buyer wouldn't love that? I mean, it's good for you if you're in the home, and it's good for a buyer if you're trying to sell the home. So, and that's a relatively inexpensive way. I mean, you can get ceiling fans that start at two hundred bucks. I Absolutely, mean, you know, one hundred and fifty. Uh, so uh, that's an inexpensive way to add appeal to a house. That's a good one. I. I you know, I wouldn't have thought of that had you not brought it up. Yeah. And, you know, earlier we mentioned the, the washer and dryer room. Well, uh, energy efficient washer and dryers that we talked about, they add uh, efficiency and you couple that with ceiling fans helping to circulate that those are just great moves but that's not all you know the articles talked about buyers are increasingly looking for properties that have this thing called energy star certified windows and appliances and because they know that that certification it basically Tony means that your utility bills are going to be lower and oh now windows let me tell you they're oh, expensive I, yep they are very expensive so have you done that lately or something <laughs> well yeah actually i work it's funny you should say windows because um i uh one of my good friends is the vice president for one of the largest window companies in the country uh one of the best window companies the best windows you can get um they're anderson windows oh yes ma yep. made in minnesota uh, it's a 120-year-old company, uh, but they have uh, very high energy-rated windows, but uh, they're also some of the most expensive. And with windows, you get what you pay for. Even the crappy ones are going to seem expensive, so you might as well spend the extra and get good windows. I mean, there are other good windows companies out there. I'm not trying to promote one or the other, but I happen to know a lot about it because we've had to have windows redone, and it is outrageously expensive if you put in decent windows it's going to cost you a lot of money, especially to have them installed. And you want to make sure you work with somebody who knows what they're doing installing them because you can spend a lot of money on a really good window, 
But if you try to do it yourself or have somebody, oh, my neighbor did that once, uh, it can make a difference. So I think it's worth it to uh, find a company that that's all they do is install Windows. Uh, there are companies out there like that. But yeah, I'm glad you brought up Windows because they are outrageously expensive. But now knowing that, I think um, educated buyers are going to look at the Windows. That's the first thing I'm going to look at because it's the most expensive thing to replace. It is. And I, my view on the Windows, if you're going to stay in that home for a while, I think you could recoup your, your investment. If you're going to sell the home then you're really going to have to put a pencil to it because uh, they are expensive. And I don't know how much you're going to, you, you, you're going to recapture, you know, but maybe you could. Um, but certainly um, if you're a buyer, uh, Hey, I agree with you. It, it would go a long way if somebody had, you know, like an Anderson window for sure. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there's Anderson, there's Marvin, there's Pellet. There's, there's some good, yep. there's some good name brands. What you don't want is the fly by night, Hey, we're going to guarantee these a lifetime. And it's some like, you know, low cost vinyl window. And the problem is, is five years later, the windows junk and the company has changed its name and moved. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And that happens a lot. I was surprised to find all this out. And I'm like, I kind of learned it the hard way. The first time we had, uh, we had one window replacing a door and we fell victim to that. So, you know, buyer beware, but you know, you mentioned energy efficiency and, um, energy star ratings uh what can some of those cost savings be according to that article well if you look at a washing machine for example um you could uh purchase a washing machine 700 to two thousand dollars but but with the a correct energy or the highest you know energy efficient rating it can save you 25 percent uh less of an energy bill which is pretty significant and use 33 percent less water so uh i think you can see models that can save as much as 200 dollars in uh, energy cost over that machine's lifetime um also uh technology you know is unbelievable uh Energy Star certified dishwasher costs anywhere from four hundred to nineteen hundred dollars. It uses sensors that determine how many dishes you actually have in the washing machine, how dirty they are, and it adjusts how much water is needed to clean them. So it's going to save wow. you on that water bill. I mean, technology is amazing. Uh, windows, as we mentioned, uh, major investments. But it, if it's time to replace yours, going energy efficient route is going to make you first of all more comfortable. For for less money and your family uh, you know hey they're gonna love it it it, yeah. it is uh those higher efficiency machines can are, can can save you hundreds up to thousands of dollars over the lifetime of the machine oh for sure thousands of dollars so um i think that's really important now all this is to really save as much money as possible or make as much money as possible especially as you're headed into retirement or if you're in retirement or downsizing your house, but you need that to be part of an overall financial plan. And that's what you do for your clients there. Uh, Before we take a quick break here, let our listeners know how they can set up a complimentary consultation with you 
to get a plan in place. Absolutely. Just starts with a phone call at 405-760-5863. What I'll have you do is come in with kind of where you're at right now, what you're doing. If you got statements, I'd have you bring them in. And we're just going to visit. I'm going to talk to you about who I am. I want you to know my background. I want you to, to, I've been in the business 30 years. I want you to understand what we do as a firm, how many people that we have in our firm, and that we take a team approach. And uh, we kind of want it to be a one-stop shop where you feel like you you've got from Medicare to to life insurance to health savings plans to your retirement plan, individual stocks, you name it, uh, your safe money, uh, fixed index annuities, a one-stop shop that will do all that for you. So one phone call to 405-760-5863. No cost, no obligation to come in and talk to me. I'm going to give you my book, Tall Ships and Small Ships, and we're going to get to know each other, and then I'm going to let you – let me know if you want a second appointment where I actually start creating that plan for you. And so we would love to have the opportunity to do that. We do it for clients every week and uh, very blessed that I have some great clients. And the advantage of working with somebody, Tony, that's been in the business for 30 years, that has lots of experience is I may not right now at this moment know your story, but I can promise you that I have helped so many people that maybe things that you haven't thought of and things that you could be doing right now, you know, depends on, depending on what your age is and where you are. If you're young and in the accumulation stage, I could teach you about Roths and how a Roth savings account or IRA account can help you grow money tax free. I can talk to you about traditional. I can maybe, maybe you own your own business and um, you're not aware there's a solo 401k that you can do that. That's an option. If you are approaching, retirement you may need me to help guide you into reducing your risk where you are right now you may be have too much risk on or certainly if you're in retirement so reach out and give me a call 405-760-5863 all right thank you so much michael and listeners will be back with more insights about what you may need to know if you're about to buy or sell a home and how you can do it in a way that may help your retirement goals here on the Bull and Bear Show with our host, Michael McGuire. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on the future of U.S. taxation, Social Security, New Generation Retirement Planning System, and the Generational Vault. Receive your Retirement Toolkit for Maguire Capital by visiting MaguireCap.com or calling us at 405-760-5863. Welcome back to the show. My name is Michael Maguire. The show's name is The Bull and Bear Show, and my company is Maguire Capital. Today, we're talking about real estate. We're talking about buying and selling a home and just giving a few tips. And And the reason why a financial show would talk about that is it's a huge investment for most people. And it's a way uh, down the road, if you want to downsize, that you can take advantage of markets like today, if you're in a position today to do that. And and maybe command the highest price that you've ever seen for your home where you can downsize uh, 
put that money into a a smaller home and have money left over to add to that nest egg that you have. So I'm excited about what, what clients can do to take advantage of markets. Markets go up and down. That's the name of the show, the bull and bear market. Bull markets go up, bear markets go down. Right now, real estate most definitely is in a bull market if you are a seller because the prices have went sky high truthfully so during today's show we've discussed things that that you need to look at also when you're buying a home and some of those things are that would stand out in your mind is maybe that laundry room maybe it's that bathroom Um, check out the windows where there are those are things that as a buyer uh, you want to get the most bang for your buck too, and and you got to think down the road. If I buy this home and it's it's got, um, you know, maybe less energy efficient appliances, maybe that's I'm gonna have to spend my money to do that, and sure. it can make the difference between you buying home A or home B, depending on who may, may have the newer appliances. Yeah, that's true, and I think this is a great discussion to have. It's been a good one so far. Uh, what do you have next? Where do you want to go with this? You know, that article that I read, uh, it talked about notes um, uh, about buyers generally have patios that are very high on most buyers list. In other words, the feel of that patio. What what um, well, who doesn't like having uh, friends, family over for get togethers? Yeah. And I think um that outdoor space is really important if you're going to sell your home that you uh you make it inviting you make it a place that somebody wants to do and and i'm very big on that we spend a lot of time outside around their pool and i do our space with plants i love plants it's one of my hobbies and i i go each year kind of tropical and i'm putting flowering plants up i'm doing uh lots of ferns and i'm really creating that feel for not really that much money and and kind of I like to think and I get compliments so I know I'm I'm doing my job right that way that that you feel like you're on vacation in my backyard well I'm I'm trying to bring that and uh, I love ivy and I've got ivy growing in lots of places and and that's something that costs very little takes some time you know to grow and in the freeze this last year in Oklahoma and across most of the United States uh, wreaked some habit for me but I uh, this year we've got all kinds of beautiful flowers uh, growing and and so that backyard, it could, it could set you apart from the next guy who has nothing in their backyard, just a, a swimming pool and concrete versus walking into a, a lush garden, you know. Um, yeah. So little things like that, you know, can actually add tens of thousands of dollars and make a sell much quicker. Yeah, it can. And you mentioned patios. And I think they're so popular right now. I watch you know hgtv and and uh, all these show different shows uh and uh, a lot of people have a desire for these comfortable outdoor spaces with you know a built-in fire pit and you you know you can put down some concrete or pavers and uh it, it costs less than putting in a, a wooden deck or porch and you know i mean you could look at a cost of 1500 uh, or so uh to put in uh, your own patio with some of the the pavers and stuff but they really do have a lot of appeal. If you have yard space in the back, uh, that's a huge appeal. And like you said, plants. 
So if somebody looks at your house, walks through, sees that, uh, that's a big thing. Uh, they really want a decent backyard and comfortable outdoor spaces. I think that's really popular right now. Yeah, I I uh, thank goodness I have a brother-in-law that is a really pretty good builder and uh, uh, doesn't do it professionally, but on our outdoor cooking our grill space i had him i went and picked out the marble and had them cut it to the specs that me and him talked about and he went in and and did a uh, uh finished out the outside and got it ready and i went to home depot and picked up a really nice grill and slid in there and i went to big lots of all places and got a a refrigerator that fit perfectly there it had a chrome front and and that not only is functional tony but it looks good. We put a sink in there, and 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 I've got a full kitchen in my backyard, and it and yeah, it looks darn that's good. That's really popular. And, right yeah, now. and I didn't spend twenty thousand dollars like some of my friends to do that. Um, yep. It, it's first class. It's marble top and all that. But I, I I did a lot of stuff myself along with his help, and uh, little things like uh, the backyard fence. You know, I went with a taller fence. A, oh yeah, uh, fences make a big difference. Big in backyard difference. Big fence. expense. Yeah. And my fences lasted 15 years right now and still looks absolutely great uh, i had my nephew build my deck for me and uh but the, all that coupled together um it just makes my backyard feel appealing yeah. and that you're looking for that so keep that in mind without you know crazy amount of expense maybe maybe uh just tweaking one or two things and and i think it could go a long way in you getting the most you can out of your home yeah and what's something else uh, that people can do uh, to make uh, a house more appealing or that people are looking for well i think uh you know double sink kitchens uh having two sinks in a kitchen yeah it's it's appealing and uh i know i wish we had that we currently don't but i think that would be a great thing yeah. we th- do and we love it do two you big sinks yeah side by side that's good yeah i i think uh you know choosing that sink today they've got such great uh different sinks different style deep base sinks you know sinks that can accommodate uh cookie sheets and crock pots and and all those porcelain uh sinks have a visual appeal for sure stainless steel models you know they stand up to wear and tear better probably Uh, the cost of a double stainless steel sink uh can vary widely you know drop-in models cost anywhere i think from 100 to maybe 2000 tony and undermount sinks can run 100 to 1000 so um but but in that kitchen that is an appealing thing i know for my wife a big thing uh, was an island she wanted she wanted uh, an island with the stove oh yeah there and uh, she wanted a double double oven and those things you know jump out so you need to think about those things if you're you're building a home and later you want to you're going to sell it you know a lot of people um unlike our parents probably they move quite a bit they don't stay in their home uh, you know as long we've been in our home 15 years now and uh uh, i'm not going to say we're not going to move because we might you know i'm i'm looking right i'm looking at the prices now i'm thinking well do we really need this much space in a few years when beck and brie are out of school and will the will the real estate prices be this high 
you know. Uh, but then you look on the flip side, and we've talked about this, is, uh, okay, what are you going to do? You get that top dollar for what you sold. Um, what will you do? And, and honestly, I've thought a lot about this. I think that I might want to build, and I might uh, uh, get a mobile home, while I, I, I get the land prepped and ready and live in that so I'm not throwing away rent and later just sell that once the home's built and downsize. And and I've always, you know, I'm a country boy and I, I want some land. And my girl's in horse riding now, my daughter. And, and so that's appealing to me. I'm really seriously looking at if, if that's something I want to do. So part of this article is appealing to me because I'm, I'm as I read it, I'm thinking, okay, what does my kitchen look like? What does my laundry room look like? What does my outdoor living space look like? How's that curb appeal going? And so all those things add up because just like you, if I do sell, I want to get the most I can get. And um, in the audience, you know, when you, when you sell a home, Tony, what do you have to pay most likely? A real estate commission yep. to somebody. Yep, commissions. And typically on residential, uh, it's around 6%, right? Uh, all things in life can be negotiable. And some real estate agents right off the bat are willing, willing to do it for 5%. Um, some of them because there's two sides of a deal so you you oftentimes you'll have a seller that will have their own real estate agent obviously but then the buyer might have one and so they're both going to try to get three percent each it's going to cost you you know the seller of the home six percent but that you can negotiate with those things so don't forget that you do have the power to negotiate i i don't know in this current market as hot as the market is if 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 that's good or bad if you can do that or not but i always uh think you need to be informed of that and yeah. Uh, so yeah so um pretty much the article um it's a lot of common sense but but yeah yeah it is but you know it it i don't want it to get lost on the, of course i know that well you might not you might not think about that especially you know you've been in the home for let, let's say me for 15 years and you're comfortable it's it's what you've grown to to be used to but new set of eyes coming in they may not like that uh uh crayon that the kids has marked up you know 13 years ago in the upstairs room you know little things like a repaint maybe you've got a crazy love for purple rooms and uh you got a little <laughs> bit of, of, of loving of prints and you and you like purple well maybe not ever that may not appeal to everybody so i think right. i think little stuff like paint can go a long way well true yeah i mean a good coat of paint that's the obvious one and and probably the most inexpensive thing you can and you do, do is, yourself absolutely yeah, absolutely yeah, exactly exactly but you know i i had no like like you were talking about sink prices earlier yes honestly i had no idea sink prices were so all over the place i yeah. thought you know a sink is a sink and i guess now i know why i'm the radio uh, in the radio and podcast business rather than in the interior <laughs> design business uh, so yeah yeah, I think I think uh, you know. Obviously, there's a lot uh, to take into consideration 
if you're going to sell or buy a house, isn't there? Absolutely. And I think we're all grateful that you chose the path that you did. You are excellent. Yeah. <laughs> excellent in the radio business, my brother. Yeah. But all right. Yeah. You know, looking, I think, uh, in fact, according to the National Association of Home Builders, a walk-in pantry is the second most popular kitchen feature. And I, I, absolutely. I read that. That's a no-brainer. You know, the, the bigger your walk-in cabinet, absolutely the better the better it is, you know, because let's face it, everybody needs more cans of green beans sitting around. And so, <laughs> no, for real though, if it, having a bigger walk-in pantry is very appealing. And so the house that I'm in now has a great pantry. And I know that, uh, we all obviously use it every day and, uh, it's, it's great to have that. So generally like I have currently as a walk-in pantry, uh, they're typically five feet by five feet and they have a u-shaped open shelves or cabinets with countertops it's also important to make sure that the pantry is situated in a cool and dry place if you're looking to add a pantry and before you put your home in the market the cost of doing that it's really going to determine about that location you know how much demo work is going to be needed uh, to be done so i think you want to get multiple estimates before you tackle that tony yeah yeah for sure and i just uh that's that's huge uh, you want to get a lot of different estimates for that and speaking of estimates and varying costs of getting your house on the market you'll obviously want to discuss your plans with a financial services professional like yourself michael because i think it can be easy to just go too far with your remodel expenses oh, yes and thereby shrink your potential profit so you don't want to overdo it either right no absolutely not and i i I think, uh, you know, there's lots of things. If you were to come for me for advice, you know, I would help steer you. And, and because this is not your, this is the home you're going to sell. This is not the home you're going to plan on living for the rest of your life in. So you only want to put money and allocate money to, to areas that you can recoup at least all, if not more of what you're putting in. And so, um, uh, don't go don't get over overzealous and go crazy uh putting way too much money into the home because you'll want to do that in your next home the home that you're actually going to be living in yeah and that's that's huge obviously and i think you you nailed it there and i know i watch enough home and garden television hgtv to know that hardwood floors have to be in this article somewhere flooring right yeah flooring is a big deal and i i uh i can tell you at the office even uh they've come up with uh, tony I, I don't know if you've been in the market and looked at flooring lately uh, but they have some synthetic wood that looks exactly like real wood they have um really some cool things that you can do uh, in real wood my, my home um, has real wood floors in it and I found that out the hard way because I bought the home and had it in it and I had a, a refrigerator that leaked and and did you know that real wood buckles up <laughs> it, it, yep. it looked like my floor was pregnant it lifted up uh, honestly it lifted up o over 12 13 inches and and i'm like uh i don't think that's going back down and guess what it doesn't go back down and 
back when my home was built, which is 26 years ago, they used some really thick wood, very expensive for me. It cost me a couple of grand just to replace a small area and they had to match it to the stain. But, um, that feel of, of wood to me, I love wood. I love wood as it ages to me. I love wood as it, as it, uh, gets marks on it. And, and that's me. I, I like the look of, of, of wood and, uh, but floors are down our entire downstairs is no carpets and upstairs we do have carpet uh but it seems cleaner although it's a lot of sweeping (laughs) that you have to do but but you know uh carpets hold a lot of things so uh anyway that's today you've got so many choices of colors and and styles um absolutely money i think well spent for sure and all your all your uh, the different manufacturers uh that stand behind with warranties i think flooring is very important installing you're you're looking at um you know uh a square foot with engineered wood for it, it can it can be a thousand bucks fifteen hundred to much higher it just depends honestly on um what type of hardwood floor you're you're going with in the company and what they charge sure yeah and i, I mean uh you know i i appreciate the fact that you emphasize to your clients that they have to take their time before buying yes. a house uh, you know especially when the market's hot and and it's easy to see some folks panicking a bit and possibly making a purchase that they're going to later come to regret, right? Absolutely. You know, the article's first sign that you found the right home is that you want to go inside and check it out. So part of that is that outside curb appeal. If you, you drive by and you're like, I really want to see inside that home, well, take note of that for yourself because there's going to be homes that you don't have that same feeling, you know, on the outside. And let's face it, once you buy that home, you're going to be driving up to it every day. So uh, if you have a list of potential homes that uh, you really want to take a look up, pull in and, and start writing those numbers down and uh you'll you know once you have your list of the absolute must-haves down you can quickly eliminate those homes that have the curb appeal for you but they don't fill your needs on the inside and so you go inside of a, your potential new home it's important to trust your gut i can't tell you that 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 gut feeling is so important in life not just purchasing a home in many things so i want you to know that um just a few seconds in a home you're going to have you're going to have the feel of that home is it warm and inviting um is it the opposite of that is it cold uh so maybe it's too small, you know, maybe um, the sun doesn't hit hit it just right for you. The kitchen floor is not quite right for you. Uh, you'll know. You will know. And I, I don't sell yourself short on that. Um, I, I found in life, more often than not, my decisions that I make that I don't regret are ones where I went with what my, my gut really told me so i think yeah. it's important and whether it's a financial advisor you know if you sit down in a room it's one thing listen to somebody on the radio but when you sit down in a room with somebody and do they look you in the eye do you do you really feel like they care about you and your family or are they just in it that you're another number you know you're just just another one notch on their belt and they're going on to the next person um 
go with that gut feeling. You'll know. Yeah. You'll know if they're right and and go in with questions. You know, have questions, whether it's a home that you're buying or you're interviewing a uh financial consultant for your you and your family go in with questions you know are you a um uh, are you are you with an organization that makes you a, a registered investment advisor where you have a fiduciary responsibility to me um are you a commission uh, person or who are you working for are you working for the company you're with or are you working for me and a person that just gets paid a commission quite honestly are working for the company and not the client um, those questions you can ask you know how long you've been in the business where do you live did you grow up here did you just move here nothing's wrong with somebody that just moved in town but but i'm looking for uh a foundation if i'm looking interviewing a real estate agent i'm looking for somebody that i feel like that understands the area understands the buyer uh, of my home and and, and uh, you know understands me and it's going to take time am i being rushed or not all those things matter tony so long-winded <laughs> answer but um that's the truth go with your gut yeah Go with your gut. I like that. And that's a that's a good motto. Words to live by. And we've covered so much uh, of, uh, you know, owning or selling a house, especially. And in retirement, a lot of people are thinking about downsizing. And I think a lot of our listeners out there, Michael, are thinking, hey, because houses are bringing so much right now, now is the time. I'm getting close to retirement or I just entered retirement. Now's the time to downsize because houses are bringing so much. But at the same time, you, you've got to realize you've got to have somewhere to live after that. And, and rent prices and purchase prices, even when you're downsizing, uh, are, are kind of steep. So you have to be careful. It is a, a fine line. I think you want to look at your overall retirement plan and your retirement financials with a trusted financial services professional like yourself first, right? Oh, absolutely. And there's so many uh, things that you need to take in consideration for sure. But I'll tell you, if um, if you're looking at something and you think, hey, I can come out with a hundred, hundred and fifty thousand, two hundred thousand or more ahead. In other words, I can sell my home, uh, recapture, pay off what what little debt I may have on it or what debt I have on it and still walk away with several hundred thousand tens of thousands of what i had in that home have lived there basically for free and walk away with money and i can downsize um, and pay cash for what i'm downsizing and still have money left over for my retirement that is something to really consider because um, you can with with the prices that i'm seeing for homes going you can really benefit your long-term comfort in retirement you know uh who couldn't use an extra seventy five thousand or a hundred and seventy five thousand into their retirement nest egg and you know um depending on when you sit and talk with me your risk analysis and who you are and what stage you are in your retirement journey um we can put that money to work in growth. We can put that money to work in guaranteed lifetime income products. So 
So it it, it really does, I, I think, behoove you to, to reach out and talk to somebody like myself and really just weigh it out. Let, let's lay the, the pros and cons. This is the house that I raised my children in. It's, it's home. Uh, but honestly, we don't ever go upstairs. And there's an extra thousand to two thousand square feet up there. Well, guess what? If you if you've got a two story home and you're only living in the downstairs area, you could capture a lot of money to help you in retirement. And so I I, I want you to consider that. Um, I don't have a lot of people that's done reverse mortgages, but I do have a few and I learned about those. We don't do those, but I've helped give advice on those. And to, to, so if you've had somebody talking to you about that idea and you want an unbiased third party to discuss the pros and cons of doing that, that's something that we could help talk to you about. So we pride ourselves when we have clients that call me up and we don't sell cars, we don't finance cars, but I know a lot about that. And if you're being offered a certain interest rate and you just want to know if that's the best deal around, then I love it when a client calls me to ask me that because when I get those questions that the client knows that's not what I do that means that they trust me they like me and that that they are relying on my opinion and I don't take that lightly because now that person is a true client of mine they really um you know, value our relationship and enough to, to ask me. So I, I answer my, my phone on a Saturday and, uh, answer my phone after hours. You could ask any of my clients that, um, I, uh, I think it's just important to be there for your clients. Uh, I, I, have never understood and, and Hey, you've, you've heard me enough on the radio. Love my family. I'm very much a family man. And, uh, but I just feel like a, a few seconds on the phone is not going to take away from my time. And I may have a client that really needs me. And, and so I'm going to answer it and, and I'll try the best I can. If I got my calendar, my phone to book an appointment that following week, if it's on a weekend that I get the call that you want that in an advisor, by the way, you want somebody that, that takes an interest in you and your family. Well, you're right, Michael, and it's been a great show today. Why don't you give that phone number one more time before we go? Hey, absolutely. I'm just so blessed to be here each week. Feel free to call me at 405-760-5863. You can always visit my website at mcguirecap.com. But I look forward to your phone call. Encourage you to do that. And once again, 405-760-5863. Go out and make it a great day. Thank you for listening to the Bull and Bear Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael McGuire at McGuire Retirement Solutions. Call 405-760-5863 or visit them online at mcguirecap.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by McGuire Capital Management, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oklahoma. Michael McGuire and McGuire Capital Management are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.